Hello everybody, my name is Audrey. Welcome back to another episode of Warriors Bleed. I am so excited for this one. I'm sure you're going to love this girl. Won't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey team, I'm Grace Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. I am ecstatic. This is a test run, technically. Yeah, We're so trying good. it in like a new way and I don't doubt it's going to be, be the hamster. Yes, oh my goodness. <laughs> so tell us how are you going, how's your day? You've got a new single out I'm going to get into it. But other than that, how yes. are you feeling? Just like general little chat. Yeah, I'm good. I fried my legs yesterday in the sun and <laughs> so I'm like struggling walking a bit today and like getting Ooh. dressed and stuff just like day-to-day activities but other than that I'm good I've got a little lemon water which is sparkling which nice. is kind of podcast era 101 oh my um, goodness so hopefully I don't get indigestion <laughs> but you know it'll be great no that's Keeping amazing it real here that's amazing I had the privilege of like meeting you at a place where we were both performing and then riding with her and guys she's just as warm funny and bubbly as she sounds honestly and it's crazy because you're younger than me that's the thing yeah that's what had me like in like usually i'm pretty used to people being surprised about how old i am and then i met mm. you I was like no okay i get it i get it this is yeah. bizarre so tell the people about who you are what do you do what does a day in kelly grace kelly's life look like um and everything like that Oh my god, don't overwhelm me. I'll just keep talking forever. You won't even get a word in. <laughs> That's the point. Don't That's ask great. me too many questions at one at one time. I will I will take over. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm Grace Kelly. I am an 18-year-old singer-songwriter. Uh, I sing mostly predominantly country music, but my new single, as Audrey mentioned, is sort of leaning more on the pop side, but definitely has some lovely country licks in there because I just can't seem to get away from it. But um, yeah, I gig regularly I'm not at university at the moment I'm just sort of doing music full-time I teach vocals I am in the studio helping mates out do vocal production and stuff which is pretty cool that's sort of been a new thing for me which I think me for learning about my voice I've always loved learning about it and the intricacies of a voice and how does it work and so that's why I love teaching vocals but sort of a point of difference is because I've done a lot of recording there's Mm. so many different elements of how to use your voice in that sense so that's been a real fun new little lane that I've tried to take on you know working in studios with people um Mm -hmm. sort of getting the sounds out that they want which has yeah been really fun because it's sort of just been all my mates at the moment so yeah that's been that's been fun and yeah lots of writing and yeah, I don't know. It's just sort of like, what do you do when the world's locked up? For exactly. <laughs> no, delaying that is lit- getting to yeah. Nashville. <laughs> yeah, no, that's literally the predicament I found myself in. Like, I'm sitting on my hands, nothing to do, nothing to, nowhere to really go. But I was listening to your music, and I will ask the question that I ask everyone, but Please. I really am curious about this because I was listening to, I think it's pronounced San Jose, is it? Mm-hmm. The first yeah. track. And then comparatively with She Walks. And I found that, like, San Jose has a little bit more of that real um, explicit songwriting. It's straight to the point in a kind mm-hmm. of way. You immediately know the, the storyline and everything like that. And then in before and after, it has this feel of like now we're in this really longing period. We're not really quite sure what you are articulating, what storyline you're choosing. Mm-hmm. And the genres kind of, they go in, t- in between like country and blues almost in a way, some of the songs. Yeah. 
and then when she walks, I mean, the, the chorus that you have in the beginning when, when it says she walks really has that, like, church gospel pop feel to it. So what mm. would you say really influenced your gradual change and your experimental sounds throughout your projects? Or would you say it just comes with age and comes with finding out and being curious about different sounds? Yeah, you know, I guess as a young person, you're sort of always developing and you know going through teenage years you're finding different bands that you like and you you know then start to hate them and then you like this song and then you hate that one and then you know yeah. you try this and then you try that and kind of do whatever but so I have never not for my whole life I haven't loved country music I didn't really have an appreciation for it because I really? didn't grow up around it yeah yeah so um when my dad was living in the states we went to Nashville in 2016 because I was like oh cool it's you know it's it's a songwriter town and I'd love yeah, to yeah. sort of go there and it's easier to go to Nashville when I was living in San Jose um mm. easier to go to Nashville than when you're in Auckland New Zealand <laughs> uh it's just a little little plane right away so yeah. went there and so that was 2016 and hearing it live it just gave me this energy and this feeling that I felt like I hadn't discovered with music before it was just yeah. like a rediscovery of I don't know joy and I loved how it was you know affecting other people and making other people happy and feel something and emotional and connect with it and so wow. that's sort of where my country music love started so even now I feel like I'm playing catch up to like learn about you know yeah. the old greats because I'm not one of those people who whose parents you know oh grew up listening to James Taylor and Reba McIntyre it was never like that and right, so right. it's like I'm playing catch up now which can feel stressful sometimes but it's also like it's fun because I get yeah. to discover all these new things. But um, just growing up and learning more about production and songwriting and whatever. And just with age, you know, I feel like my EP was very much storytelling and just me. Mm. It was yeah. my diary at the time. It was That was how I got through things. Any mm. time something less than great happened, it was like I could write about it. And mm. that was nice because it just, you know, it was like it was cheaper than therapy so 100 yeah. percent, percent. yeah and even you know. if you go to therapy that's probably the tool they give you it's like okay have a journal you know like, write it down yeah exactly have a diary or something exactly and so that's i think been the best thing is something you know shitty can happen to me in my life and it's like i can get this beautiful thing out of it and i think that's a really powerful thing to have of course, as an artist and as a songwriter yeah. and it's a great way to get through life you know yeah no, 100%. I think expression in all its forms, I think it can be found throughout history to really keep some people sane or crossing that line mm. into that really dark place, mm. you know? So what would you say, if we were to start off with your new single, She Walks, what would you say was the starting point, you know? And if you want, delve into definitely about what it's about and what it means to you. Because I think when I was listening to it, it kind of had this essence of empowerment and encouragement. Mm. And like, you know, when she walks in the room and when she walks away, you know, it had that imagery of like she, the woman or the person is finally gaining that confidence, that courage to just be unapologetic and authentic in who she was. And so what would you say really um, influenced those types of themes? Or was that your purpose at all? Like, was it completely different? And I'm just so wrong, you know? <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, she's a mysterious girl boss. That's like how 100%. I would put this character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh God, this is so much fun. Normally when I'm like doing podcasts, it's real generalized questions, but I love getting into the nitty gritty of oh stuff. My gosh, so no, I'm don't like, even yes, worry about it. it's perfect. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it came after a time of having really bad writer's block. Like, wow. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, a classic, classic kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, hadn't written anything good for ages. I'd start songs and would hate them. 
stop next couple of days you know come on we'll write something it'll be great oh i've got this idea let's try that oh no Mm. it sounds like crap like it was just (laughs) nothing was going right for probably like a month or two maybe and um ryan my boyfriend said oh have you tried you know writing anything and alternate tuning so tuning the guitar to different notes and you know you get these beautiful open voicings and i hadn't so it was like main let's try that out Mm. and then i think the that afternoon I'd written the guitar part and it was originally way slower and sadder and then yeah sort of over the next couple of days I just started writing it and wrote it with Ryan and Benji one of my other friends um they sort of helped finish it up with me and yeah it was a product of essentially writer's block and then Mm. just having this big epiphany but yeah I don't really it's she's a mysterious girl boss like I don't I couldn't tell you what the song is specifically about and I think that's what I wanted it to be Mm. it's kind of like I used to go people watching with my best friend you know like we'd have lunch and we'd just like you know we'd come up with these stories for these people that were walking down the street um you know oh who's that oh she's okay she's 30 she's had a tough day at work she (laughs) is gonna go home to her two kids and watch a chick flick and then in the morning you you know like we just create these stories for people so I think Mm. that was the idea of it and it became you know she's this cool person that you see walking down the street and Mm. I felt like everyone could relate to that because you know you see someone who like looks even when you see someone with a cool outfit I feel like I'm always like oh what's this story like what do you do I want to sit down with you for 20 minutes and just like have have you talk at me because yeah yeah, I'm just intrigued by you Mm. um so I guess that was it but it was also yeah it was about that empowerment and the feel of the song I wanted it to be upbeat and happy and that anyone could embody this mysterious girl boss because we all have it inside of us right right I've always found that like I lose sometimes the passion that I had for a song between um the songwriting or like when I'm kind of putting it together and the studio and that's just because I find the studio so tedious I would say Mm. it's probably my least favorite part of being a musician is like it's the constant takes it's the constant no we need to find perfect we need to encapsulate all of all of the emotion you have in the song in this big box and like yeah. there's no crowd interaction the producer is usually very serious he's very like <laughs> in, in his own world so is there a specific part for you where sometimes it's easy for you to lose heart when it comes because you are you have a, a plethora of projects on spotify and other musical plot um platforms so how would you say that across the years what started as like chills and goosebumps in nashville is now something that you've really pursued how did you find that um willpower and that determination yeah so when i was younger and doing the nashville thing i was you know a young kid who didn't know a lot about production and how to you know um I guess, run the studio session, I'd sort of turn up with my little song that I'd written when I was, you know, 14, and I hope you guys like it, and oh, like, do you think you could play some guitar on it? And then, oh, wow, it always sounded better than just me and my guitar in my room, you know? It's these amazing Nashville musicians who just brought it to life and brought this energy. Mm. And so I didn't have a lot of, not that I didn't have a lot of say, but I never wanted to speak out because I knew I wasn't the most knowledgeable in the room. And, Mm. you know, so I guess it was maybe a bit of imposter syndrome but also just not knowing what to say which I think is fine because I still love the songs and I had some input but with She Walks I really wanted to take control and right. be the producer on it yeah. um so 
Which yeah, I guess it was on the, it was, like the it was whole kind of song. me to be grumpy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I think that's the the whole song leaks of that. It's like, no, 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 no. She's got the reins on this one. You know, exactly. from the singer to the context of the song. So I think, because I think for me, uh, and we spoke about it so many times with producers, but I think sometimes producers just don't understand what it is to really bring them your work and what mm-hmm. it is to really trust them and have that element of like vulnerability and be like, this is something that has a meaning to me. You will probably never understand understand just because you didn't write it and you don't know yeah, exactly what it really took to actually mm-hmm. articulate this you know yes and well so lucky for me ryan co-produced the song so right. that's i guess how we kind of got together is because we were friends who were making music and then we we're just like why aren't we dating like we're together 24 <laughs> 7 why and, you know we kind like, of love each other like dating yeah it was it was so random but um yeah so it's love great because he he loves the more engineering side of it and the mixing side of it and cool. so it's great because i feel like we work really well together because when we do go in a studio the things that i can't articulate he can sort of do it for me like when i'm nice. like I, I just want it to be like kind of like i just yeah. have no words he's yeah, like yeah, i yeah. think she means this and you should use this and ABCD. Yeah. so that's quite that's quite handy but also you know he co-wrote the song and with the studio because there was no pressure on the song, I really liked it. We'd done a few demos and then it was like, cool, I think I should record it. Like, it'll be fun. But there was no like, cool, I have to record it by this time and then it's going to be out right. by this time and whatever. Right. Obviously, I got the funding for it, but that was, I'd already recorded the song by that point. Right. So, yeah, we, we kind of went into the studio having done, I don't know, eight demos over and over. So I knew exactly what I was doing for everything. Awesome. That's amazing. So that was, that was good. I definitely think uh, preparation is massive because then you kind of get in the studio and it's less like ah what are we doing it's yeah, like yeah. yeah get the guitars in woo exactly. do harmonies and like yeah. I think also if it's a fun song you mm. have fun but I 100% know what you mean you get to the end of the day and you're like Ugh. yeah just because I think that the way I got into music personally was just through that live aspect I didn't really get into the studio properly I would say until like last year but um, even more properly like this year because I mm. grew up just not really doing much and not really having a knack for sound like i I couldn't really sing jesus i was awful for like a well long, that's definitely changed now <laughs> listen i hope so otherwise everyone's been lying to me but um Bro, I, when you performed at the lowest cd concert my jaw was literally no it was not time. because we went right after you and i remember looking like adam i was talking to adam i said adam i'm super nervous i'm really scared and then his mom goes oh you know what I love Mama Maria. This woman deserves an accolade <laughs> because she is just so British, so onto it. She snaps you right out of it because you're going to go out there and you're going to do what you're going to have to do. You and Adam have practiced and you know exactly your notes, you know your songs, and you're going to go out and you're going to smash it. And then that goes. You did. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. I still have a video from that day and like. I'll just watch it because I'm like, this is made. I think it was you singing Superstition and it was like the super, 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 this is all the way. Like, it was just that part and like the breakdown part of it. I was like, I love how you just like effortlessly sang it just like on the mic real (laughs) easy. Just like, yeah, here's the notes, everybody. Just reminding (laughs) you who's the vocal coach, who's got the projects on, you know, Spotify. That's that's what I'm doing right now. You'd hope so. I'm betting my whole damn life on (laughs) on music being the thing. So we'd hope I'm okay at it. (laughs) No, honestly, you were incredible. And I just remember thinking, well i think um it's a genre that isn't really discovered it's not a genre that is because i personally didn't really vibe country my sister joelle loves country music she's 
always in Keith Urban's business, running around with Chris <laughs> Tomlin, doing something. I don't know what she's at. But the more she played it, the more I really loved, like, the romanticness, the acousticness, the real, like, twang of it. So then yeah. when I saw you on stage, I was like, hold on a minute. She's probably super young, and she just touched something that is quite an old sound. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. So yeah. it was just like, that's what really put me in, like, a nervous position i was like oh i'm coming in i'm doing soul i'm doing adele skyfall i'm not really like within this vicinity's genre you know what i mean which is perfect because that's what you want in a performance you don't want three identical people getting up and doing the same sound like that's what a performance where different artists are coming together like that's what you want out of it right no that's amazing i think that's a good point i think that sometimes when you put yourself in a box genre wise it's very hard to think that you can actually step out of it mm. or like there are other genres to dance into. I personally don't think I'll ever do country just because actually I don't know why I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's such a massive thing of like not getting attached to one genre because the, you know, ooh, the music business is so different now where you have to have that kind of high output because music is so accessible and there's mm. so many artists and yeah. you know, you have to, not necessarily keep reinventing yourself but like you I feel like you have the opportunity to do that now you don't need to release you know in the same genre once every three years a great album and it's mm. gonna be you know this and that like you can you can kind of have fun exploring and I think I've always wanted to do that so then she walks coming out and being more pop it was like that was fun because all the other stuff I'd done was country and I didn't have a lot of input because again it was that sound was still new to me mm. um mm. And so this, I got to kind of indulge in some sounds and some artists that I've loved for a while. Yeah. So that that's also like a fun part of it, I think. And yeah. definitely working with someone who can bring that out, like Ryan, who like has that producer brain. It's mm. so fun because you go, oh, I kind of want it to sound like this. And sometimes you just don't know how to get that. Exactly. On, exactly. You know, logical pro tools or whatever you use. I will say, I, I know I kind of crapped on them earlier, but producers do kind of deserve the applause because you're exactly right i think as singers we come with anomatopoeia and that's it we're like i feel like i need to like a little bit like a yeah we're just like no i want to feel you know just like you're like i want the drums to be kind of like this we're like and then they're just like sweet let's use that 70s drum kit exactly exactly so i gotta give them that because they i think from a producer's point of view in order to actually communicate with singers who probably don't have the same terminology as them as in like we're going boom 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 and they and they're thinking oh 808 you know 808 yeah type exactly thing. they do have to know their sound they do have to know like what they have to offer in their toolbox and what is on their like at their disposal and everything like that so they're not too bad guys don't worry just go <laughs> you gotta find the one that you mix with you know? exactly and i think that's that's the biggest point is that you have to find someone that you can mesh well with and communicate with and still be vulnerable because it might yeah. be a case of you're in the studio writing the song like that's such a common thing and so you want to have someone that you can connect with and who gets what you're trying to do mm. and so yeah there's definitely a place for annoying producers <laughs> who are rude and stroppy and yeah make you sound like make you sound whack but yeah there's you know you find your gem and you just gotta stick with it yeah and i also feel like as long as you keep your trajectory, like your intention behind getting into the music business, like really full of passion and full of like just like love for it, then those types of things kind of come with a sense of fluidity. Like when I look past, I know we have like three to four months left of this 
yeah but it was just a super reflective time this lockdown mm. you know what i mean like mm-hmm, yeah. just looking back heaps and i think about all the types of opportunities that i've kind of had and it's come at moments where i was really just kind of like listen i'm probably not gonna get paid from this ever let alone anytime soon i may as well go up there have a good racket have a good time and call it a day and then it's like so and so was in the audience who saw me and then got in contact with this that and now I've so got like, good you know and it's like those types of things i think you can see it in the industry when people get in it for let's just say the wrong reasons or mm. when they get into it with a different type of heart so how would you say you navigate the music industry and all of its hardships because it's it's just like any other career field any type of field at all when you pursue it it's bound to have those things have you ever felt the glass ceiling do you ever find yourself you know in those really difficult situations going hey god or whoever you believe in sorry thinking um i do not know if i want to actually continue this thing because this hurts and this sucks yeah it definitely has its sucky moments like even with the she walks release there was some hiccups and you know there was tears before the release and there was you know like but then it comes out and it's like oh yay and people go oh she released another song good but it's like there was so much yeah before that that went on that was tricky but yeah you know often i get the big dilemma the big downfall actually recently i had probably you know a couple of months like every couple of months i'd have a big mental breakdown like a big whopping cry about this is so hard and I've never not wanted to do music like it's just Mm. never been like it's just this weird thing of I know it's what I'm meant to do and I know that I'm meant for bigger things than playing in bars and you know what I mean like I just it's one of those things I'm like the universe is taking me there and I'm just gonna let it do its thing and be open and whatever but um I actually found this really good podcast it's by um this guy called Bronx and it's called make art not content and that has just gotten me through like i signed up to his online school and like he'll send you emails and he's his i guess his whole thing that sort of gave me this big epiphany was you can still cry and think it sucks and think that you're not good at it or that it's not going to work and you can still keep creating Mm. because you know that these are the ups and downs of the hill and the mountains and the you know like so be in that low place write a song about how you think you suck imagine how relatable that's gonna be (laughs) right right. and then when you get to the top again you won't have wasted three days wallowing and it's like (laughs) oh you're so right yeah yeah (laughs) it's like mate i'll feel like shit but still do my thing exactly exactly i think one thing i definitely definitely picked up this year is how consuming momentary emotions can become you know Mm. like i recently found out some really difficult stuff and i was sitting here i'm thinking holy heck um wow um yeah okay so this is (laughs) all of the mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay (laughs) so wait okay like wow this is you think i think you think you can't really experience anymore and then you do and then you also think you don't have any more strength and then you do and I think that mm. that constant like tension and tug and pull between like the two different worlds is something that as an artist you kind of as you proceed through it become better at you know mm-hmm. yeah and like develop skills and develop ways in which you you can comfort yourself or you know what helps and you know what needs to help for you so since I've already introduced what I've learned it wouldn't be another Warriors Beat podcast if I didn't ask you what three things this year have shaped you have you learned have you 
um, developed any, you know, one-liners or any tips along the year and along its journey. Yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah, I guess that you can be in a low place and you can still that for me like on a creative side was such a massive eye opener it's like you can still think that you suck and hate what you're doing but mm. you know in the bigger picture you're gonna come back to it and it's just something a little bit hasn't gone your way but you know everything right. happens for a reason etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's like that was a massive thing for me and has really gotten me through sort of the last last half of the year mm. um and yeah, I'm like, I just, it's like, it's literally like it blows my mind. Every other person I meet, I'm like, oh, have you heard about this podcast? Like when they're a creative, I'm like, you need to, you need to get on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's a great one. Uh, I'm very blessed to have a mother who does mindfulness and meditation and she's written wow. a book on it. And so she's written a book. A, yeah, yeah. It's called Mindful 2.0. And so she's wow. a great person to have around. because An author. Wow. An author, I know. That's incredible. I'm gonna have her on the next episode. <laughs> yeah, literally do it. Oh my god, she'd love it. Um, but no, so she's she's just been a great um, mode of support for me. Yeah. I think, and I think she's um, been great with you know, COVID and lockdown, and it's a really tricky time for people. I think, and you know, yeah, everyone's got their different opinions on a million different things, and yeah. you know, I think it's just made people angry, and so. I think what we've been talking about a lot recently is if we can get through this next part of life as kind as we can be and not let it, yeah, exactly, you know, pull exactly. people apart and divide people, like that should be the biggest thing because yeah. it is just a blip and it obviously sucks. And yeah. But you don't want to come out of it going, oh, why did I, you know, for whatever reasons, why did I let that person get away from me? Or why did I have such yeah. a divide with that person? Because, you know, you see it so much. 100%, and 100%. It's so sad, I think. Like, have you have you had moments with that? I feel like I've seen so many, like, even friends that, like, had just big falling outs about, you know, their opinions on what's going on right now. And it's, it's hard. Yeah. Also, oh, so now you're interviewing me. That's what I'm hearing. Because I've got a question. Oh, sorry. Now. Yeah, I was just flipping it around. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, no, you're I, like, forgot we were joking. in podcast mode. I was like, what are you... <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm totally open to it. I'm totally open to it. I think that... No, 100%. But you know what it is, Grace? I, I'm no stranger to it. I think the minute mm. you become Christian or you, you tell everyone or you're not... No, you don't tell anyone. I, I mean, like, the minute what you believe in is known to others especially with a faith like christianity mm. um you're that's like in the next few weeks is losing people you know mm. i came out of rangi with one friend <laughs> and wow. i think that and I, and I went in and i spent a lot of time with five or six of them and the more i developed and the more I became closer to Christ, the more I lost to these people for mm -hmm. a plethora of reasons. You know, it wasn't like I am going around bashing people. I was never, you know, <laughs> prophesying in, um, yeah. in the flagpole, just like, oh, everyone's going to hell. You know, although that has its, I'm not saying that's the right way to do it. I'm not saying it's the wrong way to do it. I'm saying that's not what I was doing. Yes. But I think that with anything, when you grow and you mature and when you, um, your values and your morals become more and more non-negotiable. Like there are just some things I will not fall down to and some things mm. I will not give into. And I think that sometimes you are seldom to the fact that people around you can see that you are changing and that you are growing and that that makes them uncomfortable 
sometimes or that that makes them feel like they cannot be your friend or within your circle because they're gonna have to confront some things the way i confronted some things i had to let go you're just on a higher vibration than they are and sometimes it's about making space right like 100 percent. yeah sometimes whatever's happening in your life is just making space for the people that are more in your circle but yeah yeah and i have definitely experienced that as well and then you look back and you go oh maybe that was a good thing because yeah you know now i have the people around me that i connect with and that get me and that want to support and love me like i want to support and love them Mm. but yeah definitely with like covid and lockdown i think that everything gets heightened and so because everyone's frustrated everyone's Everyone's frustrated they're uh, i mean we've been at home that's everyone hates their four walls (laughs) (laughs) so it's like i'm not it's not like um you know going around on instagram being mean to anyone because i get it like if you get constrained or restricted to any type of environment for long enough you're about you're bound to go a little bit you know on edge and more lockdown loopy honestly honestly (laughs) so because even now walking around my same neighborhood i'm like i don't want to keep walking like in my like i've seen it i've, I've yes. been wowed by the same view i'm not even wowed anymore you know the ferry the ports it's a beautiful sight when the sun's going down but now it makes me puke because i've it's seen great, it but give me a roadie with my friends you know? literally <laughs> literally let's go to Tauranga yes. or something oh, like okay. please you know and i think that when it comes to i, I agree with you wholeheartedly like there are ways to deliver your opinion and your perspective with kindness and, and there are ways way. to communicate mm and have a loving tone and it's definitely the purpose behind this podcast i have all types of people in my life and we have all types of confrontational non-confrontational loving conversations and um like like i said the one friend from nangi she's not even christian and Mm. she is my closest one she moved to america and i'm still so much closer to her than a lot of people here and i think that what what it is is that we can we can share space we Mm. can hold atmospheres together but we just have to kind of step into this place of, okay, I'm leaving my ego at the door. I'm coming to the yep. table. And mm-hmm. whatever you have to say, I'm going to hear you out. And I'm going to listen to understand, not listen to respond. And because truth is love and, and love requires sometimes telling the truth. And the truth is bitter some days. And, and um, it's hard to swallow. But I, think I want people- everything you say to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> the longest t-shirt ever i just want to have audrey tees with your words of wisdom i've been trying but i can't come up with anything i've been oh. drawing up designs i think for the past three weeks and everything i've come up with is just dumped it's just awful no you'll you'll get it you'll have a breakthrough yeah. you're just you're just in the you're in the block right now exactly i give me two then months you'll have the girl boss break <laughs> <laughs> she walks <Okay>. merch <laughs> she walks merch done fine do it yeah man. yeah man. No, okay so was that was that two things i th- i think that was two yeah okay what's your last one okay and so my last one would uh be i guess with she walks i definitely like pushed myself with my knowledge and wow wow yeah you know knowledge of production and sound and how to articulate things because it was i guess coming off the back of the other recordings it was like i want to be able to be in the room and know what i'm talking about and feel feel that girl boss self like be in the studio and go cool this is what we're doing and not get shy and not want to you know not know what she's talking about so you know i just won't say anything but then hate Mm. it two months later you know so it was Mm. like i was trying to learn Mm. how i could articulate all of my ideas to the best of my ability but then it was like even when i couldn't i would explain it 20 different ways until you got 
what Amazing. I was talking about. Amazing. Because, you know, you're paying for the studio. It's your song. Exactly. You better love it. Yeah. You better be proud of it as well. So exactly. what would you say that oh, like... Sorry, my just alarm went off. I'm it's okay. on a, I'm going to be on a um, Nashville radio station. And so it was like, get yeah, out. in half an hour. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's like That's a, amazing. Um, one of like iHeartRadio's little indie ones. So it's just mm. like an online one. But um, That's yeah, incredible. I'm, I'm so that. excited. Yeah, That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good couple of days. We love a release week. <laughs> exactly. That's the base. I think release week is probably my most on edge week though. Oh, definitely. Finished All like of a, the ups and downs. <laughs> oh, literally. I like finished a whole EP and it's just sitting on my phone <laughs> because I'm so scared. Oh my it's God. It's literally just like out. eight songs like <laughs> on my phone, produced, mixed, everything done. And I'm just like, I'm not putting it anywhere <laughs> at That's all. So I just, oh my goodness. Anyways, this so is not about scary. me. Um, so what tips and advice would you give to other people? across the three things that you said or across the whole podcast as a whole like to give them the same encouragement that she walks embodies but also that this new chapter of your life because i think that the the awareness of like no grace we need more knowledge if we want to be able to use up all our time wisely and and have Mm -hmm. more of an impact you know that takes like introspection that takes Mm -hmm. an ability to go okay i'm not dumb i just couldn't know more so how would you advise someone else what would be the first steps yeah, definitely. It's it's giving that space and that patience and that kindness with yourself to go, cool, you don't have to know everything. Like, mm. that's okay. But, you know, find, like, if you're okay with not being, with, you know, relying on your producer, then great, do that. You come in with a gun voice and a gun song. <laughs> Beautiful. Like, that's all you need to bring to the table. That's all yeah. good. But if you feel, if that's making you feel lesser than or... Mm you know just get it done like right, just learn right. about it you yeah. don't have to learn everything straight away i'm in a situation right now where i'm i can accompany myself on guitar perfectly fine but lead stuff i can't play and mm. so i've had this big funk of like oh, okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna learn all the pentatonic scales and i'm just gonna learn everything oh and then gosh, i'm just gonna be yeah. like i'm Jimi hendrix look out like at least, at <laughs> least it's just, at this point yeah Oh, I know. And it's just, it doesn't work that good. So it's just like, cool, be patient with yourself. Learn two solos so mm. I can play one of my own and Tennessee mm. Whiskey. Uh, and that's all I can play right now. But it's so exciting because it's a starting not overwhel- point. It's a starting point and not overwhelming myself with like, cool, just learn everything like all at once. It's yeah. like, cool, now I've learned this and yeah. it's songs that I like. So cool, that's inspired me to like learn some more and Amazing. just have like little goals. I'm like, cool, the next tour or show that i do or whatever i'm gonna play a solo for myself that's my next goal yeah and so yeah i think it's just like patience and kindness with yourself Mm. reaching out when you need it and just finding things that you enjoy and you love right get enjoyment out of learning and being on that journey like get excited about climbing the hill you know wow that's impeccable i read Get excited about climbing the hill. I'm, yeah, that's the side. That's, that's the title t-shirt of worthy. That that's is. Good. That is. That's the title of this podcast because <laughs> that was that was insane. Like I think I encapsulated this whole podcast like in like a couple of words. But thank you. I'm just, quite proud of myself for that. <laughs> <laughs> just to like close up and everything like that. I read on Instagram the other day. It was like, oh, I was gonna become a lawyer, but I didn't want to be 32 and three years in. Two mm. ways. Sorry, a towel just fell on my head. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I 
and then someone responded and it was like in three years you're gonna be 32 anyways so you may as well be 32 and three years into a law degree you know yeah. and i think that that's sometimes we and we are sometimes our own worst enemies we inhibit ourselves we convince ourselves that we can't do it that we're not worthy that there is something always blocking us but what i love what i love about this whole podcast and the new single she walks is that it's t- talking about breaking down all of those you know inner thoughts and you touched on imposter syndrome oh yeah cool i agree sweet <laughs> that's the end of that thought i'm gonna leave it alone Good night. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on here <laughs> oh my goodness but any last things you want to say at all no just thank you for having me and everyone go straight in the song because it helps me out and i hope that you know you enjoy it and i don't know i'm so excited about the song so just go straight there i'm so excited <laughs> oh, there's also thank a music you. video there's Pardon? a music video there's a music video with all my girl boss friends in it and, oh okay amazing um so yeah so listen to the song add it to your playlists go watch the video and feel like a bad bitch awesome <laughs> love this that's Thank my you. message it was honestly my honor to have you i've been smiling this whole episode and i love it i love it so, so warm, good that's what so we're beautiful like. and um have a great afternoon Thank um have so fun much. on nashville's radio because that's Bro. insane it's crazy. but um yeah, to everyone else listening, if you've listened thus far, we really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to let me know what you think about these things, and uh, we'll catch you on. We'll catch you in the next one. Okay, okay, sweet. <laughs> I've some tongue twisters before. Is that? <laughs> <laughs>